Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. On 1116 SEN, The Odds Couple, with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Coming at top of the pack now, Emancipation's in the clear, and she shot away, but here's the New Zealander Ring True, putting in a big finish down the outside. Emancipation in front of Ring True, but she's going well, the filly, and Emancipation has it won. Emancipation wins the Doncaster. Ah, oh, what a filly and mare she was, Emancipation, under Ronnie Quinton winning the Doncaster, bringing back great memories for the great man who is our next guest here on The Odds Couple. Ronnie, good morning, how are you? Yeah, very well, thank you. Really good. Must be nice to uh, take a little trip down memory lane and hear a victory like that. Yeah, yeah no, she was one of my special favourites. She was my champion, I suppose you could say, but um, yeah, she won a Doncaster as a three-year-old filly and carried one and a half over weight for age as well, so put up a pretty good performance. Ronnie, Simon Marshall, good morning, buddy. Hey, Simon, how are you? Yeah, extremely well. Um Geez, you must get excited uh, when you wake up uh, on a race morning with Group 1 runners and, um, oh, geez, mate, you, you, your uh, record in the saddle just absolutely outstanding. But can you just explain to the listeners, what's the difference between riding Group 1 horses and training Group 1 horses? Yeah, well, uh, from a trainer's point of view, they probably come fewer, fewer and far, far between than when you're a rider because when you're a rider, you you probably get more opportunities in the group ones, but uh, to find those horses as a trainer, it's, uh, particularly when you only got a small team, it's uh, it's not it's not e- it's not easy, um, and it's such a long process uh, with horses when you're training because it just takes so long. You know, even uh, each preparation, it takes a long long foundation to get them to where you really want them and all that thing and uh, yeah you know it's uh it's good but uh, when you when you win them it's just a great great thrill and you know and great satisfaction ronnie uh, you're an outstanding um jockey and as an apprentice 1967 you won your first senior premiership senior premiership two years later at the tender age of uh, 23 and you absolutely dominated. What was it about uh, honing your skills as a young man? Uh, did you have great tutors around you? Were you really passionate? Did the penny drop quick for you? Yeah, look, I was always very de- determined and I really wanted to learn uh, and I was very fortunate and I had a great master in Theo Green, um, which he proved over the years that, you know, he just churned out but bit. Uh, good apprentices year after year, so had a great teacher. Um, and uh, you know, those days, you know, pre pre too much video and 
and television replays and stuff. He was a great, great race watcher, and um, you know he could he could uh, he could uh, watch your ride, and he could he could pick the things you're doing wrong just watching through a set of binoculars. And you know he was a great um, he was a great judge and that type of thing. And you know he could uh, you know you just had to listen and learn. So you know, he was a that was a great benefit to be able to get to him as an apprentice because. Seventy-five percent of your battle was done, I think. When if you if you're lucky enough to go to him, yeah, for sure, uh, Ronnie. Some of your notable achievements and it's amazing career. Uh, four golden slippers, equal with Shane Dye. You hold the record. That's an outstanding achievement. What is it about a two-year-old getting them to peak at this time of the year? Yeah, well, that's the that's the thing. And I think from a jockey's point of view, uh, you just had to be lucky enough to be on the. On the best two-year-old probably of the year. That that was the and typical Marsky was he he was a dominant two-year-old uh, of his year and he dominated right through the two-year-old season. So and then I was very fortunate uh, in a couple of the other slippers I won. Uh, I got late pickup rides. Uh, Darren Gauchy got hurt the week uh, the week of the Golden Slipper when he was riding Rory's Jester. And I was lucky enough to pick up the ride there. Um, marauding was a similar one. Jimmy Cassidy got suspended. And uh, actually, Jimmy actually was the one. He said to me, he said, try and uh, ask Brian Mayfield Smith, could you ride him? He said, because he got a great chance. So, yeah, I was lucky to pick up that one as well. And, uh, yeah, and Sadapa was another one too. So I picked up a ride <laughs> on him leading into the last two weeks because... He got beaten the start before the slipper, and uh, and Morris Logue, uh was replaced by the by the owner, and uh, I picked up the ride on him. So I was very fortunate that way that I was on the, at the right spot at the right time. We heard Emancipation uh, winning a Doncaster. Um, it's the big mile. It's the biggest mile in Australasia to win, and we like to say the world. Um, Ronnie, uh, what was it like to ride in a big Doncaster, big fields, uh, handicap conditions? Can you bring us into the inner sanctum? Yeah, well, uh, you know, you had, you know, in the big fields, as you know, um, you had to have your wits about you. Um, and uh, like with Emancipation, well, she was, she had a nice run in the race. She was sort of back running about sixth or seventh, I suppose. And she travelled beautiful and, uh, you know, I was just lucky to get the splits at the right time. And I think, you know, uh, when you're on a really good horse like her, uh, you you really got into too much trouble on them because they had the gears to manipulate and uh, get through the gaps when you, when, when you needed to. So, yeah, no, it's, um, you know, they're, I, I'd say that like races like the Doncaster, the Golden Slipper and the Caulfield Cup, and probably a Cox Plate, I suppose. They were probably one of the hardest races to ride in because everyone was ultra uh, competitive and uh, you're riding against good, jo- great jockeys, good horses. And you, as I say, you needed to have your wits about you. Well, um, you've, you're a masterful trainer of Group 1 winners. Dixie Blossom's one of your mares. Uh, she's been outstanding for you. She's a six year old bay mare, Ronnie. She's had uh, 30 starts for the seven wins. $1.3 million in prize money. She's in the Doncaster today. What are your thoughts in race nine at Randwick? 
I certainly think she'll run very well. Um, the conditions of the track will suit her. Uh, she does like the uh, affected ground. Uh, so I believe that she'll run well. Uh, look, most of her races have been against fillies and mares. Today she's up against the old stages. Um, so, look, it's a hard race. But mm. I'm confident that she'll run really well. But to be going into a race like this overconfident, well, I'm not doing that. But uh, I'm sure she'll uh, acquit herself well. How exciting was it for the team to win the Coolmore with her last start on a heavy nine? And what does that mean to the value of a mare, a six-year-old mare like her? Look, I was just so thrilled that she won, won, won a, uh, finally won the Group 1 because she really deserved it and... Her and her owners definitely deserved her to be a Group 1 winner. Uh, she'd been knocking on the door for a couple of years. She was unlucky in the mire probably two years in a row. And uh, in the Coolmore previously at Rose Hill, she had been a tad unlucky. So I was just stoked that she got there and won it. Um, and, uh, look, she's been a great mare and uh, she's a lovely type and, you know... It, enchances their value so much um, and she'll go to stud this spring and you know it'll be a sad day to see, see both mares walk out the out the door you know that is for sure well ronnie you're inducted into the uh, racing hall of fame in 2006 race nine number six dixie blossom 17 dollars into 15 dollars trainer how good is it to get ronnie quinn on it ronnie thanks so much for joining us it's been an absolute pleasure mate best of luck with your good mare today Thanks very much, guys. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.